afternoon, you're sleeping in the afternoon, B. So you're ready. Sure. You're ready for this. Sure. You're ready for this. Do you know sure. why? Because the contest is over. Okay. Okay. The contest is over. Who won? Floyd Dang. Dang. Floyd Dang. Dang. Floyd Dang. Ah, his review is a five-star review. Mm -hmm. uh, good casual conversation is the, the headline on it. Uh, this is a very well-produced podcast that features quality sound and entertainment, entertaining conversation. Keep it up, guys. So what do they win? Do you know what they, they have won? What, have I, what, what did I say they were going to win? Your copy of The Lost Highway on DVD. Yes, yes. Don't get that close to the microphone. It makes it hard to edit. So, <laughs> you're bringing up the bass. You're bringing up the bass. <laughs> you're dropping the bass with that voice. I'm bringing yes. the baritone more like. Hey yes. And there will be uh, there will be some uh, couple stickers. A sticker. <gasps> a, a sticker. A sticker. A Lobby Boys official sticker. A sticker. And the secret prize of being on an episode. <gasps> Egads. Now I have already contacted him. Yes. It is him. It is him. Uh his name is Jordan. Uh, and his topic is the Mandela effect. So that's what we're gonna talk about when we have him Alrighty, already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And uh where's he gonna uh where's he gonna be when he comes on? On the Lobby Boys. Yes, he's in Lobby Boys. I am Terry. I am the god of sleep Naveed. Mm. So I have a package here. You have a brown paper bag package. I have a brown paper bag package. Uh, we're uh, I've waited for this. This this whole package is because of TikTok. Is why I have this. All right. Okay. So I'm going to open it. Okay. All right. Let's see what's inside. Yes. This come all the way from here. Now we have our dark web uh, package opening today. Um, I know you've all been waiting for this, of course. This is great for audio. This is fantastic for audio. I, I, I'll post some pictures. Yes, yes. Desmond's very well aware of this because uh, I brought it to his attention. Oh, yeah? Check this out, kid. All right, all right. Check this out. Check it out. Check Look at this. Boom. Ooh. You want to describe to them what you're looking at? A cult. <laughs> Very interesting. I literally bought this. It is for the artwork. A record. Mm -hmm. uh, for a band called Green Lung. Mm -hmm. Their album Woodland Rights. Yes. I'm what? guessing. Nordic, mm. Swedish. Unfortunately, this is the black vinyl. I was expecting a different colored vinyl, but that's okay. Black vinyl is always good. It's always a nice color. Yes, I wanted the green vinyl, but uh, mm. apparently it's the black vinyl. Black vinyl is cool, though. Okay. How would you describe the artwork? It is very 1600s. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, thick... Uh, line work and the constant lines and the shapes of people and in mm -hmm. their shadows. Mm -hmm. um, it's very interesting. Border around it has various symbols, uh, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. This is just a very fascinating piece of artwork, honestly. Yeah. It's got a goat head leader with an Illuminati uh, eye on his chest of his robes. Mm -hmm. Everyone's in a circle dancing there is a goat demon there there is an additional goat there is a fish man uh little imps flying around rabbits mm -hmm. too because as we know rabbits are the devil's subjects <laughs> um on the back there are there's an upside down cross covered in ivy Mm -hmm. uh, this features eight songs. Uh, song one is initiation. Song, song two is woodland rights. Song three is let the devil in. Uh, song four is the ritual tree. Song five is Templar dawn. 
Son 6 is Call of the Coven. Uh, Son 7 is May Queen. And Son 8 is Into the Wild. Now, I didn't buy this without listening to their music. Of course. (laughs) Like, why would you buy something like this? Well, because I bought it for the artwork. Well, of course. But, I mean, you always listen. It's the same reason why I don't buy certain Gundam kits. Mm. I always watch the show before I buy the kit. Yeah. For context. So, the artwork on this, uh, because if you look in the weeds, there's little things in the weeds around it. Um, So... Uh, if I would give you a, like looking at this, what do you think, what, what do you think they kind of sound like? What, what would you, what would you say they sound like? Um, sleep. <laughs> uh, they are kind of like a sludgy stoner band. Yeah. Um, they, uh very very reminiscent of uh black sabbath that's what i was figuring definitely like uh sort of a slower noise uh, mm-hmm. i thought of like dragon uh specifically when looking at this mm-hmm. so uh, yeah just for that um vibe. but i'm gonna open it now he's gonna open it now I'm open i'm gonna open it so like i said i was hoping for the green vinyl but i got the black vinyl so that's fine and I don't have the TikTok at this moment that I learned from this from. But it's somebody she talks about vinyl all the time. I see. But wait I till see. you fill this cover because uh, that's the thing that I really like about it. Because she described it. And this is perfect for an audio podcast. But this like I said, great. I will be posting uh, pictures. Also, as I've learned, they are British, not yes. as I previously thought, Swedish. But I think I've just been around a lot of Swedish stuff recently. Check with out that. Free League. Uh. Very cool. Um, going to. Is it okay if I remove the record? I don't think you need to remove the record, but. I just want to look at it. You can look at it. Yes. No, that's not how you take a record out. I will show you how you take a record out. I haven't taken many okay. records out. It's it's been a hot right, minute kinda, since I last took one. Give it a little buckle. This is going to be rough because it's in there pretty good. Now you want to take it out. You want to touch the very edge, but then yeah, want to touch the edges. You don't want to touch the uh, record itself. Huh? Very nice. Yes. It's a very nice black. Mm-hmm. Very deep, yeah. But I like the uh, all the uh, stuff from the cover on the the label itself. Yeah, you see the dancing goat. Yeah. Well, uh, anybody who's seen the witch, I was thinking Black Philip. Apparent Philip. Apparently, um, based on things I've heard, that goat was a bastard, and no one likes working around that goat. But uh, yeah, fill this. Ooh, uh-huh. very nice consistency. Yeah. Now, the inside with the lyric sheet has lyrics. It's more, more of the artwork. Little elements of it here and there. Uh, the gatefold of the inside of the, the record is a picture of the band. Uh, where else? But. In the woods. In the woods. There you go. I kept thinking that there was only three of them in the band. But yeah. Uh, Richard Wells is the one who did the artwork for this. Fantastic work, Rich. There you go. Uh, the only thing I don't like is that the record doesn't go inside, but it isn't a heavy, heavy fold there. I love the consistency of this. It very much does reminds me of the uh, the book for uh, Vason, 
or uh, the One Ring from Free League. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, a lot of this just kind of reminds me of uh, Basin in general. Uh, yeah. Not really the art, but sort of the strange supernatural feeling of it. And again, the texture of everything, just very nice coarse paper. So uh, this is kind of this is kind of what I wanted to talk about. Um, and I was happy that this had showed up. Uh, we yeah, this just shown up had showed up today, and uh, um, very happy that because what I wanted to talk about is um, stoner metal. F- well, no, <laughs> uh, physical records. Yes, um, they've been making more and more of a you know uh a more popular comeback uh they never they've never actually gone away so off cassettes so, to cassettes degree. too yeah i don't have a cassette player for the code and camera cassette i have but it's kind of cool you got it you know it is cool it was, it was 14 yeah. bucks it's cool but um when i was growing up uh and this this is kind of like something that the more cds became popular uh the less uh, you got really cool albums and it's usually um, like a band that is really selling themselves. You know, you, Led Zeppelin had some really cool, not only covers, but just little things. If you ever see the original version of Led Zeppelin three, there's a spinning wheel and you can change uh, the pictures in the little circles and stuff in it. Um, the, uh, physical graffiti when you pulled the vinyl the record out kind of how this has that heavy uh heavy one that holds the vinyl um and you can put it in you can put it in different ways so it changes everything in the windows oh, that's cool yeah mm. um uh kiss was had a lot of really cool stuff in their records they had posters and stickers and temporary tattoos and if you pulled and if you had the record go backwards uh they talked to the devil no <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, like, uh, unfortunately, with with digital media, and to to uh, some degree, you're you're very a very tactile uh, person. I am a very tactile you've always person. you've always liked the hold the book yeah. to uh, you know comic book all that stuff. Unless it's like an extremely long series, mm-hmm. um, and I know that I don't have the space or finances for that, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I will try and get a physical. Yeah. A copy of that. Now, there's there's so many bands that would come out with an album like it. It's still kind of that way with uh, like the like country singers. Like most of them, they they put out an album and it's just a picture of them on it. And granted, yeah, but you know, I'd it'd be cool if they did something a little different. Sometimes you'd have somebody do a little something different. Um. Sturgill Simpson, he's done some cool stuff with his covers. I do like uh, the cover for, is it Son and Fury? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, the whole album's really cool. Yeah. It's an interesting little concept album. Yeah. But uh, Short movie have that, uh, like uh, Nirvana, like Pearl Jam was a big one where uh, my favorite uh, album from them is Vitalogy. Yeah. The, the CD come in the paper case. Um, and it come with a book that there's like, you know, a little, little, little book inside had a bunch of different little pictures and, you know, scrollings. It's just kind of neat to look through it and kind of decipher, like kind of, kind of how does this connect to the music? And that has a lot to do with, you know, cause people used to just put the record on, listen, listen to it. And they would, they pour through the liner all over it. Yeah. You know the thank yous and who did what and that. Um, you know, as much as I love the convenience of streaming music, you don't have any of that. You know, um, that's why. Like, I always I, I, I like to buy uh, DVDs, Blu-rays, and all that of um, of movies because I love all the behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, if if a DV if a if a movie doesn't have anything with it like any any little extras it's kind of kind of disappointing to me and it's almost like a deal breaker because it's like oh well you know if i'm just gonna have that 
because sometimes when I watch a movie, I just want to just start devouring everything that they offer. So it's the same thing with, with, uh, CDs and, and cassettes, like cassettes. Like I, I lived on cassettes for a while before I had a CD player. Yeah. So same thing. I would just like, they, they would fold out like, you know, they, they mm-hmm. fold out like, you know, like two feet. <laughs> you get like all this stuff. And, um, if you had a band that really cared about their artwork, you could have some cool stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, uh I'm looking right now. Uh, because I remembered, uh, there was, uh, sort of a card set that came with, uh, I think good Apollo and burning star Four, mm-hmm. uh, volume one, which had some real interesting art. Uh, actually, I think it came with like a small comic maybe, but, um, so you got stuff like this and, uh, mm-hmm. they had like different, uh, Cards like uh, one for 10 speed, uh, which is really fascinating and something that I want. Uh, just the single print, mm-hmm. uh, just because the image of 10 speed is just so ghostly. And it kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Dave McKinnon's art a little bit. Dave uh, McKean? Dave McKean, that's it. Mm-hmm. Who has done artwork for stuff. Yes. he's done. He's done artwork for Dream Theater. Um, uh, um, frontline assembly. Um, uh, uh, stabbing westward. Uh, I did a, um, did like an Alice Cooper cover, I believe. Yeah, he did an Alice Cooper cover that, uh, no game did a comic for. That's really cool. Um, but, uh, the, the strangest one that of all the stuff that, uh, he, that he's, he's, Technically, he didn't do the cover. They just used his artwork for the cover. Mm-hmm. Was a Counting Crows album. Yeah, I'm so. seeing that right now because I CD and book mm-hmm. covers of Counting you, Crows. We used Alice to have Cooper. that book. Oh, yeah? The day I traded my was it my brother or my dad for two fish? Dad, yeah, two goldfish. Yeah, uh, yeah. The cover of that book is the same cover as the Counting Crows album. Huh. That's but really interesting. That's what I mean. Even the uh, like, here's one that. Um, that you, you'll you'll relate to pretty quickly um meatloaf uh the bad out of hell 2 album they used a lot of uh really cool artwork for that and what's funny is a lot of the artwork that's in that have been used for covers for uh lovecraft books mm. so yeah so you had that that was you know like you know that was still with the cds um yeah you'd get like comic book cards just different things just little bonuses for uh for buying the albums you know trying to find some of that art here because i'm a sucker for uh bad out of hell um uh meatloaf's welcome to the neighborhood album uh they used um uh like pulp covers yeah like pulp art definitely saw that on that one one of my favorite things is uh, the clear influence of uh, Bad Out of Hell and uh, uh, Dark Knight's uh, death metal. Because mm-hmm. uh, Batman rides a bat motorcycle, like mm-hmm. a bat skull motorcycle. It's yeah. awesome. So, yeah, that, that's yeah. the Bad Out of Hell original cover that, you know, that, that cover, like, you can stare at that cover, you know, to, to make a good, oh. to make a good album, you know, cover is it, it's it's an art in itself you know, remember when we way back when we talked about phil hartman how he used yeah. to make album covers it, it great thing about uh some covers for stuff i think is that you know looking at bad out of hell you know you're like oh what kind of what kind of heavy sounds are we going to hear then paradise by the dashboard <laughs> it's like a little 50s pop yeah like 50s pop uh on this heavy looking album which Mm -hmm. you know it's it's a great combination strangely i i need to see the musical uh, Mm -hmm. for bad out of house sometime because i've heard it's cool like me me loves just like a big thing for my whole life honestly i know i I brought this i I know i'm just saying (laughs) hey kid check this out you might like it i love this (laughs) no it's fucking great yeah um 
but yeah, even uh, like the Bad Out of Hell cover, um, like the front, you have the the motorcycle, mm-hmm. like, you know, flying out of the grave. And then you turn over the back and there's Meatloaf and Jim Steinman. And then there's like a woman there. Yeah. And, that, and you're just kind of looking at this cover. It's like, well, what's this? <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's pretty cool, you know? And, um, like Jack White, he does really cool things with, uh, with album artwork. Yeah. He has like these singles from, is it the Lazaretto album? Uh, um, or is it his, or is his first album? I can't remember which one it is, but, um, the covers for the 45s all connect to make one picture. I didn't realize it until one day I just kind of stared at them and they all kind of connect and make a whole picture. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, I remember, uh, looking at the blunderbuss album cover and blunderbuss. That's what it was. Yeah. And looking at it and thinking that's a parking meter, uh, next to him. No, it's a vulture. Mm-hmm. That's a painting. Yeah. Like for the longest time, I thought it was just like a, uh, um, just like a picture. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they just kind of added, you know, the background and all that and manipulated the color, but no, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a painting. And the, uh, the covers for the white stripe stuff. You know, to go back to Dave McKean, it is fascinating how he does a lot of art. Mm-hmm. Like his uh, his comic Raptor. I don't know if you've read it yet. It's, Not yet. It's great. I have it. Uh, it's an amazing work. I I love his art a lot. It's mm-hmm. just fabulous stuff. Mm-hmm. It's almost abstract in a lot of it. It is abstract. But look, it's not. Uh... It's not like Jackson Pollock, the abstract. Though. Well, there's different types of abstract. Yeah, but yeah, like, is like David Lynch movies can be considered abstract. Yeah, for the most part, it's good art though. It's great mm-hmm. art. Uh, I have uh, Arkham Asylum. I need to uh, read that sometime. I keep meaning to because mm-hmm. uh, again, I do have that. Um, I think there's a new comic. I don't know if I don't think he did art for it, but uh, that's got maybe a cover inspired by his art for Arkham Asylum, and it has uh, the Ten-Eyed Man. Okay, as a terrifying villain. I've heard. Speaking of comic stuff. books, speaking of comic books, there uh, there's a band called Entombed, and Entombed. they had an album called Wolverine Blues, and <laughs> it had uh, for a while the cover was Wolverine like a picture of Wolverine on the front of it. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, you got the Iron Maiden album covers. Those are always awesome. Like the, the one that I always loved was the Somewhere in Time cover. Yeah. Uh, you could you could go on and on about those. Um, Like you, you get some, uh, like you look at a lot of the 80s, like new wave stuff where they had like uh, triangles and wild colors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even some, like something as simple as just, you know, I know I said about the country albums, but, uh, just the way they do the picture sometimes is, is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm not dogging on all country albums cause some of them it's like, it's, that's just what it is. But you add like, you know, they just go into a studio, take a couple of pictures and they're just standing there and like, you know, like, like, like pulling down their hat and giving a wink. It's like, yeah. Okay. But you know what? That's uh, that, that's just me. Um, I mean, look at the Beatles with the White Album. It's literally just a White Album. But the cool thing about that is um, not every album is going to be different in the long run because uh, over time, like, different things are going to happen to it. So mm-hmm. uh, they're going to fade differently. So no album cover is going to look the same, you know, some will look dirtier than others. Maybe something got spilled on it. One got wrinkled. You know, mm-hmm. so that, that's something. Uh, like, oh my God, you go into the 60s. Like Black Sabbath had some amazing covers, some amazing artwork. And like I said, you just pick this stuff up and just hold it in your hand. And it's kind of like while you're listening to the music and you're holding the cover, you're a, you're a part of it. Yeah. You're, you're, you're like, 
you're there with it. You're physically holding this music in your hand. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, uh, I think it's creates a little more of an attachment. I think it's why you get so many people that complain about a lot of the modern music because they don't really have the same kind of attachment or they don't see, uh, you know, quote unquote kids having the attachment. But if that's true, then why does Taylor Swift sell like a billion albums all the time? You know, <laughs> there's still attachment. There's still people that yeah. like um, vinyl and CD and stuff. Yeah. There's definitely people that still like that. I've been around people around my age who have bought CDs. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is just like it's nice to have a physical piece of something that's mm-hmm. important like even if i listen to an audiobook for something sometimes i still want to get the physical book just because i enjoyed it so much that i wanted it and oh i have i have a bunch of audiobooks i actually own the yeah, physical copy of also same. um like uh mistborn for example i finished that one recently it's cool. really good cool. um I found out uh, after buying the physical book that it had a bunch of art in it, like maps and stuff. Mm. And you know how much I love my fucking maps. Oh, you like a map. I love a map, honestly. Maps are an amazing piece of artwork and something, I think. Mm -hmm. They really add to the detail of the world. Yeah. Especially um, in how the map is drawn. Adds like a little piece of language to it, Mm -hmm. I think. Or if there is like an alternate language on the map too. Yeah. Just all these different things you can do with physical mediums, I think, are great. Like um, some of the recent Dune covers, uh, like the one that has Fear is the Mind Killer in it, if you get the physical book. Mm-hmm. It's great. Fear Factory. Dave McKean has done covers for Fear Factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ab- Absolute. The cover for that is pretty cool. Nice. Brainstem. Um, I still swear I heard the... Uh, your factory cover of cars loves at this one diner no one believes me but i know it was the fear factory cover i know it was i don't know about that was it fear factory cover that song mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah they did it with gary newman it was them i know it was them <laughs> you played it for me i was like yeah that's the fear factory cover and they're like no it's not yes it is well um so you know, there's there's plenty of record players you can buy. Like you don't have to buy the big stereo system. You know, get a little record player. You know, throw throw you know throw your record on and and just chill out. Yeah. You know, stare at the record. Yeah, it sucks. You got to get up and flip it around, but it's okay. The Black Parade does a cool one. Yeah, it does. It does. It's yeah. like an old newspaper and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was pretty happy when I found that. Yeah. One. I wonder what the Danger Days one is like. Um, I think it's just you know cover. Yeah, my Chemical Romance. They they did some cool, mm. some cool covers. They did like some cool, some good artwork. I like as simplistic as it is. I do like the cover for Danger Days. I like mm-hmm. the spider. Yeah, in the desert. Yeah, it really I, sets I like the that tone. Cover. Yeah. yeah. Uh, recently, the Alice in Chains uh, box set that came out. Um, that's like. That's an amazing set uh, with all the singles, uh, the posters and all that. Um, you can recreate the cover. Uh, it, it, it looks it looks amazing. Snazzy. Snazzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tool covers have always been amazing. Like tool, you know, tool like they've been using really Alice Gray ones. artwork. Uh, the the <laughs> uh, the fear inoculum with the with the little little tv in it a little uh, hd monitor you can fear inoculum is a really cool album cover mm-hmm. Ten Thousand days is cool yep even their singles have some cool ones mm-hmm. like uh both the opiates mm-hmm. neat stuff i um, love the newer cover for opiate that's pretty cool going to cambria has some great album covers mm-hmm. um well, I mean, okay, so we're we're kind of like wandering into different <laughs> art and all that stuff. Like when, like obviously with this this green lung, it's like you know that grabbed me. Yeah. Um, what what kind of what kind of artwork do you think grabs you? Like, for me, 
uh, something that you know you look at and like listening to the album, this cover is a hundred percent a great representation of the music on the album. It, sure. it, it fits it hundred percent. What's what's something you you like? Something that you know, if you, if you even if you have an album specifically, you know, what what jumps out at you? I'm a weird mix. I like either some nice artwork, like um, for example, here the uh, covers for the Afterman, Ascension mm-hmm. and Descension, mm-hmm. beautiful pieces of artwork. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I like the um, cover for Daft Punk's homework, just mm-hmm. the satin jacket with the. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it was a long time till I realized what that was. You really, took you a while to realize yeah. that was a jacket. Yeah, it took me a little bit to, to realize <laughs> what it was. Um, but then there's like some stuff that I think is, and like whenever it comes to some uh, TV stuff, like where they just like have like characters from a still, I think that's kind of boring. I think uh, one album I really like the cover for is uh, Ninja Sex Parties Under the Covers Volume Two. <laughs> it's just a really, really nice cover. Yeah. I, I love Ninja Sex Party. They're a great band, um, funny band, but I love their cover albums too. There was, uh, and also the striking Roman numeral four from Good Apollo mm-hmm. and Burning Star Four Volume One, which everyone has seen. I think it's a very striking image. Like I love the, um, like unfortunately you keep seeing like the, the blue color, but I always like the uh, the Deftones white pony, where it was a black cover and just had this like just the white horse on it. White horse, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, Deftones have always had interesting covers for me. Uh, the recent covers have been really cool. Mm. Uh, the uh, the owl on diamond eyes, it's pretty cool. Again, it's like um, uh, the church. I've put out some cool, cool covers that I really like. Yeah. Um, even even some that have like pictures of them on it, it still has a bit of uh, an artistic look to it. Like uh, Cold Afternoon Fix. News of the World. News of the World's good. Queen has had some pretty cool covers. Queen has had some really cool covers. Uh, the um, the uh, uh, night at the uh, night at the opera. Night at the opera is an uh, an amazing cover. Very well known, well loved one. Mm-hmm. Um, Innuendo is a really cool one. Oh yeah, I love the uh, the cover for a kind of magic. I love the uh, the that, art style for it. That uh. I don't know what you would call that. Sort of like, it's sort of 80s pop art. It Okay, it'd be considered pop art. Yeah, you're right. It is a pop art color, uh, color to it. Um, There's bands that I like that, like, I'm like, that's a cool cover, but then it just kind of like, eh. like uh, Guns N' Roses, like the Appetite for Destruction cover. It's, it's pretty iconic, but... Um, you know, the original cover for it where the, the, the uh, robot is raping, the, uh, you know, about to rape the girl and then a monster's coming over the, that's the original cover for that. You ever seen the original appetite, for, appetite for destruction cover? Let me see. You what? Seen yeah. That's the original cover. It, uh, when you bought the album, you opened up and it was on the inside. Just look up uh, appetite for destruction, original cover. Um, they're, their lies album holy shit because cool it looked like a uh a newspaper which a lot of bands have done that um i i didn't really i've never cared for the usual illusion covers like it it's cool but i just i just never i never got into it damn steven guns really went off the deep end yeah. with that one uh the faith no more angel dust is pretty cool but like the real thing cover is the real thing cover is really awesome. cool. That's pretty awesome. It's really cool when we see the full art too. Mm-hmm. You know um, what on here? Has and been. then like you know using archive uh, photos like like they did for album of the year. Pretty cool. Uh, King for a day full. For I was life. about to say King for a day full for a lifetime is a really yeah. cool album cover. I like that one. I like the dog. The dag. The dag. Uh, 
yeah, it's like we we could go on and on and on. You go on because there's a um, bunch of just amazing artwork. Honestly, I think there's also some okay artwork, but you know, there's there's a lot of amazing artwork mm-hmm. too. Um, uh, the cover for Beautiful Lie, uh, Three Seconds to Mars is really cool. It's interesting. The three skulls. I still like the um, the cover for their first album, Thirty Seconds to Mars, with the kid with the spacesuit on. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, I didn't realize that was a spacesuit. I thought it was a yeah. hoodie this whole time. <laughs> it was like a spacesuit. Um, like with Alice in Chains, their uh, uh, Black Gives Way to Blue cover with the heart on it. I always love that. Um, I've never actually had a vinyl record from them. Hmm. Um, like uh, It's kind of like a goal of mine. I want to get uh, uh, all their albums on vinyl. Yeah. And I want to get all the Deftones albums on vinyl, and uh, f- you know, you know, get my tool uh, vinyl collection going. <laughs> I gotta get more Jack White because I have uh, 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 Lazaretto. Lazaretto. <laughs> I wanted to say Lateralis. <laughs> Lateralis. That's uh, that's that's tool. Um, <laughs> Lateralis is a cool name for someone. I think though. Yeah. Um, Lateralis. She scales the walls. <laughs> That's actually really cool. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, Who's Next from The Who. No, mm-hmm. just finished pissing on that pillar. Yeah. They literally were yeah. driving down the road, took a picture, and then that was that was the, <laughs> the album cover. Uh, the Who's put out, had some uh, pretty pretty cool covers. Yeah. Um, the uh, cover for Quadrophenia was pretty cool. Uh, the artwork and that's uh, pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we could go on and on. Yeah. But uh, what do you have for me, kid? So, you've read fables. I've read some fables. You've read some fables. I have also read some fables. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not talking about, you know, just the regular fairy tales. I'm talking about the comic mm-hmm. fables. Okay. Uh, written by... Bill William. Bill William. But you can look up the uh you can look up who does the art because that is fantastic. And I know there's somebody listening right now screaming. Uh I see a few people here. Screaming. Mark Buckingham. Uh, he did penciling for 110 issues. Mm-hmm. Great art, honestly. It is. It's a really neat piece of just urban fantasy. And I think that urban fantasy is a great genre. Mm-hmm. Um, always devoured of it. I think uh, that just. It's hard to find a lot of urban fantasy now because i feel like a lot of it is just romance at least that's what i found whenever i was trying to find some stuff yeah well which i don't despise romance but you know sometimes you want something aside from romance focus mm-hmm. well you um kind of like if you look up uh um neverwhere from uh no gaming neverwhere is urban fantasy but what's cool about that is there is a bit of a love story there, but uh, there's also, you know, a lot more going on with it. I'm very excited because his next book is within the same vein of that. Cool. Uh, it's about, it's the seven sisters, I think. I might be the title. I just love having uh, no game and stories come out and be go, Oh, you know, game. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I try not to pay attention just so I can have that reaction. That's fair. Ooh, uh, speaking of Neverwhere, um, on Audible right now, the... Uh, as of recording. As of recording, the uh, audio drama is free for people who have a membership, which is great. Mm-hmm. That's good for Neil Kamen fans that have Audible. Like us. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Um, okay, what do, you, uh, what, do you get, what do you got for uh, with uh, Fables? What, what, you, what you got going on? Well, what I've, you got going on? I've read it a bit recently. 
and it's got like a really neat mix. And every time I read fables, all I can think of is um, Once Upon a Time because um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think that there was a fables oh, no, show no, no, in the works until yeah. Once Upon a Time came out and I think I killed it. And I actually uh, I saw something. And as, you know what sucks is, uh, sorry to interrupt you. Um, if they do put out a fables, people are going to compare it to Once Upon a Time. They're going to be like, wow, it's like Once Upon a Time, but better. Even though um, Fables is definitely much better. Fables is much better because it has its own mythology, but also respects the original mythology of some stuff. Yeah. Which is really cool. I I just love the old world feeling. I, I love anything that's got like old with an mm-hmm. E feeling to it. Like it very much has that uh, Grimm's fairy tales uh, feel to a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can, uh, especially with stuff like how uh, uh, Bigby's father was the North Wind and his mother was like a wolf or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's I, I I'm so like I know this I know it's finished, but I'm need to catch up into my reading of it. I need to get uh, the other three compendiums for it because I have the first one and I love the art for them with just the people walking on it. I think mm-hmm. that's a very just fantastic styling. Oh, the covers, every cover for uh, every cover is great. Every cover for it is awesome. Yeah. I'm, it just, it has a lot of moments where it just introduces someone. And you're just like, Oh, it's them. And then they just go with the story. It's like this character would mm-hmm. do this. Like Snow White is the deputy mayor. Mm-hmm. And it's just, Snow White. Yeah, it's funny is I never knew about Rose Red until Fables. Me neither. Um, The Lilliputians is cool. I like how they don't limit themselves to just like Grimm's fairy tales and stuff. They have all these stuff like the flying monkey. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a lot of stuff. Like the fact that the second volume is basically just... uh, Animal Farm. It's a reference to Animal Farm, both mm-hmm. in the fact that they actually have the place called the Animal Farm, mm-hmm. and it does use some meats from Animal Farm. Um, I like how some people are just sort of absolute bastards in it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prince Charming is a poor man who just sleeps his way into women's lives, steals their money, and moves on. Con man. He is a con man. He's a con man. Yeah. Um, I wasn't prepared for how good it was. Um, I actually have a friend who, you know, reader and always talked about uh, the older fairy tales and stuff. I'm like, oh, I think you'll like this. And I, I, I bought her the first graphic novel. Yeah. And she was like, I need more. I'm like, well, I mean, you can always go get them. I just figured you know, you'd like to read that. She goes, we can't just buy one and then not expect me to want more and i'm like oh you you could go get it (laughs) well you could buy it i'm not stopping you that's a great thing about uh the recent compendium books for stuff i think is that Mm -hmm. it's making it easier to buy all these comics yeah making it easier for people like me who can only spend so much money with the room they have well for me i i'm pretty sure i've said on here before i would rather buy um just the whole story set yeah. than the individual issues because um there's times where I start reading something and then next thing you know it's like uh yeah the uh the next issue is gonna be delayed like six months and it's like uh okay and then <laughs> it's it's like oh it's gonna be another two months uh all right and then it's like all right and then like two months go by you don't hear anything Saga. you don't hear anything because apparently Saga had a hiatus it just came out of, which is great for me who just started reading it. Well, Planetary, uh, what it was like a couple years till the last issue came. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think that's what I want was. I'm not going to look it up to find out. I'd rather uh, sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. But, uh, but yeah, enough, those are enough. collected in, uh, in volumes. And I've uh, read those, and it's pretty cool. It's just nice condensed story beats. But. The way that they craft uh, the world of fables, because mm-hmm. you know vaguely at the start why they're all here. Mm-hmm. You know they've been here for a long time, but you don't know exactly what happened. And who. Who. Because the it's, who. Uh, it's the adversary, I believe. Yeah. Right? 
and yeah. his armies. Yeah. And but, now uh, everyone, just to keep it as a mystery. Yeah. Uh, who, who it was for me, it was just like, oh. <laughs> it, it's great too, because mm-hmm. like the way they talk about it is they just reference it mm-hmm. and they never exposit it. Because yeah. why would they need to exposit it? Yeah. Everyone there already knows Everybody who it knows is. Who the they know what is. happened. Yeah. So because they're all there, they were there, and it's great because you know it's nothing that's like. And so here's what happened. Do you remember that time that we were fighting this in the land, and this is why we had to come here? Yeah, I do remember that. No, it's just they. Yeah, the adversary back home. Well, yeah, it, it's kind of like um, like I was listening to the podcast uh, uh, Beyond the Screenplay, and they were talking about the Truman Show. And I, I I never really paid attention to it where, yeah, they give you some uh, exposition at the beginning, but you're, you're kind of thrown in this world. Uh, just like the matrix, you're just kind of dropped in there. And the that's why there is expositing yeah. is for Neo, which makes sense. Yeah. It, like you, you, that's because he's the point of view character. It's just like um, star Wars. Yeah. You're just dropped in there. And it's like, as you go, you kind of start to understand how this world works. Which is great, I think, Mm -hmm. because granted, exposition can be helpful. But I think that whenever the exposition fairy comes, Mm -hmm. it's also very annoying. Well, there's, um, uh, um, what what would we be known for? He does a lot of voices on Family Guy and and stuff like that. But his name's Ralph Garman. And he would be in... He'd be in, uh, uh, was it uh, NYPD Blue or I think it's what it was. And he would always be the beat cop that is uh, given the exposition to <laughs> the detectives when they come in. So <laughs> I, I was watching because I'm actually in one in high school in one of my classes. They had um, we did something on exposition and mm-hmm. they were like, so here's an example of bad exposition. It had like um, there's so much of it in the 80s. It, it was uh, like a recent cop show, I think Blue Bloods or something like that. And it's like, yeah, she's the best shooter that we had in our class. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you remember whenever we did this? Oh, I do remember whenever we yeah. did this and this. Yeah, it's, she was really good at that. I think she's going to go for captain. And it's like, just let it go on. Well, poor exposition is um, forcing uh, information that you can't just naturally like well, that if you can't naturally put in something, uh, it's just jammed in there. Like That's Garth, why uh, in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, whenever they literally just uh, in like those stills, like exposit yeah. all of what happened. Well, not really that. Even just like you and him were best buds, weren't you? You and he were buddies, weren't you? <laughs> that was a long time, Goosech. <laughs> um. So, um. Oh, what is it? Uh. In the was it the uh, the second Harry Potter movie? There's like a horrible moment in that movie where this kid turns around, and introduces himself to Harry, and it's just like, the hell is that? Who the fuck <laughs> is this kid? Who's this Hufflepuff? <laughs> Who's this motherfucker? <laughs> what are you doing, Hufflepuff? And then you forget like, him movies later, and then he dies. And it's like, no, oh. no. And then like uh, towards the end of like that's when uh, they're having the duel. And all that. Yeah. And then, like, uh, he almost does something to that kid. What are you playing at, Pop? It's like, we'll never see you again. <laughs> I think it's it. I don't think we've ever seen, we ever saw that character again. I was just talking about like Concrete with the camera. Mm. Yeah. Like, he's only there for the second one and then he comes back later. He's like, hey, you remember him? Well, he's dead now. But you remember him? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's, it's when it, it to me, I'd rather have where you get into a movie um, and you don't have to have like these like well, weird conversations with people who know what's going on. It'd be like you and me talking about the fact that we do a podcast. Yeah. It'd be it'd be like me saying, so, you know, we get together, you know, you know what we do. We'll yeah, we get together, get we'll, together, we'll, we'll record, we'll talk about different yeah. things, you know. Uh, and then we'll we'll you know we'll upload it onto the internet and people can can listen to it. Like that's clunky as fuck. It's like why? Like there is some, like there are issues and fables that like break up uh, in between storylines and stuff, yeah. but it, it fits in because it like does some world building, mm-hmm. which is nice. Like um, the one I last read was uh, 
basically flycatcher was like, hey, why was that Lilliputian trying to break in here? And Bigby's like, so basically when Lilliputians first came here, they didn't have any women. So a guy went and got the bean sprouts that grew Thumbelina so they could grow women. And mm. now it's sort of a tradition uh, to sort of make a name for yourself to try and uh, go do this. And it's like, that's going to come back somehow. How's that coming back? Or like um, in Sandman, which is another piece of urban fantasy, um, which I thought was great. The uh, issue. I don't know if Sandman can be considered urban fantasy. It's kind of urban fantasy. Constantine. Constantine's definitely urban fantasy. He's like the blueprint for urban fantasy detective character. Sidetrack. Apparently, apparently, Swamp Thing's going to be in the Constantine movie. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Um, you got to watch that show. That yes. was a good show. Um, oh, my God. Who is a Steve Niles character in uh, Criminal Macabre? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Oh, my it's, God. It's Kyle or something? It's Con? No. So it's the K? What? <laughs> oh my god but that's another good bit of urban fantasy yeah uh criminal macabre is great um but oh what was i saying oh yeah and sandman uh like there's the one uh issue with the uh the uh, african tribe telling the fairy tale about uh kyle cool. mcdonald kyle mcdonald uh with yeah, uh kai cool and stuff and uh it's sort of dresden good. files dresden files it's mm-hmm. another big one um sort of gives uh some uh perspective for that one woman that uh morpheus saw in hell and uh gives even later context uh later on when he decides you know what i'm gonna go back for her i haven't finished that bit but you know Mm -hmm. that comes back which is great storytelling i think and gives context to their relationship but um another one was uh in fables was how like they basically did uh the soldier in death story with the sack that catches death and it's like yeah that's gonna come back that sack's gonna come back in here mm. you, 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 you. now i just realized that um was that uh my signed uh steve niles books were stolen from the storage <laughs> no yeah no yes shit yes that fucking sucks yeah so uh fables fables yeah a lot of digression on here um started in the late 90s i believe late Uh, 90s i don't think think it was the late 90s let me see here no never mind 2002 yeah oh it's still going yeah i thought it ended i thought it ended maybe the main story ended and they're doing like side story stuff Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think they are doing like this. Because I was positive that it ended. I could have sworn it ended, definitely. Hmm. Yeah, Fable's Farewell was the last uh, yeah. uh They have a collection. One, 151 to 162. Also, it looks like. 141 to 150 is the 15-volume the set. That's what it ended on. Because hmm. it says ongoing I th- here. I think, I, I don't, well, that, that's Wikipedia, so. Yeah, that's true. Could be at the all. last published? Yeah, 2015. November 2017 is when the collected editions were done. Uh, Fables Compendium 4 come out uh, last year. And that ends with the uh, 150. Yeah. So it's it, it it's just, I don't know, probably somebody's just wanting to do it. Atman versus Bigby in uh, uh, Wolf in Gotham. Huh. There was, uh... So that's probably adding to it. That was uh, February, uh, September to February 2022. There was uh six issue set. You remember that Starman Hellboy Batman crossover comic? Mm-hmm. I need to read that one. That sounds cool. That's a good book, Starman. I forget 
whose run was that? Uh, the one that we're God thinking. God damn it. Shirt and all that. God damn it. Because I know that was like a really interesting run. Oh, hang on. That is the one. There was uh, a game for Fables recently. James Robinson's uh, run. But uh, there was a game that came out uh, a while ago from a... uh, It was with Jack Knight. The Jack Knight run. uh, Starman Volume 2. Yeah. Starman. Great. Mm-hmm. Comic. I need to read that sometime. But um, with uh, I think it was Wolf Among Us mm-hmm. uh, was the Fables game that they had from Telltale. They're coming out with a season two. You know, what's funny is the fact that uh, I didn't put two and two together for the longest time. That Wolf that was Among a fable. Us. Yeah, I it it took me a bit too. I was like, wait, big wait, this is Fables, because <laughs> like it was a thing where like I'd heard about Wolf Among Us and then mm-hmm. heard about Fables and didn't associate it until like I read the first volume. It was like. Wait a second. I, I one of the things I, I love about uh and like he's he's a favorite character of everybody with uh Big B, which is the big bad wolf. Mm-hmm. Um Big B's great. Uh the fact that you know he's like this noir detective walking around everywhere with his trench coat and smoking, and the reason why he smokes is yeah. to, to dull his senses of everything. That's a great like I love the fact it's like Big B, why you smell all the time? Because I need to fucking snot smell everything. <laughs> Because you know what it's like to live in a city? Yeah. Smell the trash down the street? There's a very deep explanation of it, and it was great. It's a great comic, though. I very much recommend Fables to anyone that uh, that wants to read it. Yeah. Um, the Omnis books are like 40 bucks on Amazon, so mm-hmm. uh, get, get them, honestly. Just get them. I can't imagine the absolute editions that they would put out of that <laughs> And I how much get, it would be in the end. I need to get the Sandman. Uh, mm-hmm. Collected editions they have those for. Mm-hmm. Which is basically the absolute editions without the without the, the same cover and all that. Actually, there's five absolute editions. The death one. Um, that's right. That's right. Well, you know, we could really prattle on. But you know. Uh, my closing thoughts on uh, what we've talked about is, yeah, yeah, just check out anything that we've really been boasting about because all of it's pretty good um yeah, yeah grad you know just go go to like walmart sells vinyl records you can go there and then just pick them up hold them just, just kind of look at it and just think about you know just chilling out somewhere and looking over their new vinyl record and just listening to that music even you pick up something that you know and and just kind of put yourself in that mindset you know it's where's it's pretty it, cool where's a great place to pick up stuff you know what's that you're at the lobby boys yeah it is thank you all for listening in today i would first uh like you all to uh do me a favor and uh follow us on our socials here You can follow us on Instagram with at lobby underscore boys underscore podcast. You can email us any strange questions you have or legends of the undead with lobbyboyspod at gmail.com. You can follow our Twitter with at lobbyboyspod. Join our Facebook group, Lobby Boys Podcast. Our cover art was by Daniel White. You can follow him on any of his socials with at birds in boxes. Our theme song was Way to Go, performed by Nothing But Stars Inside. You can follow him on nothingbutstarsinside.bandcamp.com or on Instagram with at nothing but stars inside. Now that being said, this has been... You are the I'm the graphic Terry. Big <laughs> off listening here. Peace out. Peace. You know the reason I do all the little uh little uh weekly cover artwork for each episode because it's fun yeah well there's that and just the whole album cover thing i like album covers that's fair seem as single covers be cool maybe one day take all of them and collect them together make a poster could be could be lobby boys poster or like the aids quilt of lobby boys that's wrong (laughs) (laughs) that's so wrong